There was a prophetic word given by a, a lady who has a, a very global prophetic ministry. And it's four pages long, and I'm not going to read that whole thing. But there's a section in here, and so much of it is exactly what God is doing in this church and in this time. But I want to read this section with you. It says, I heard the Lord say, and listen to me, I know you're grabbing communion, so try to pay attention and grab at the same time. The enemy is doing all he can to dismantle and abort that which I am building in the lives of my people in 2020. And many have been fighting and standing for a long time. The time has come for the dismantling of the enemy's plans and assignments over my people's lives in opposition to these beginnings that I have decreed. I am teaching my people the power of the words and the power of the tongue. I am awakening my people in discernment and heavenly wisdom as they seek me and cry out for discernment. I am raising up a people who will not tolerate being pushed around by the enemy anymore, but live in the secret place of strength. Their strength comes from me, the power of my spirit, and living in the place of adoration. I know I've released quite a few words on this. She goes on to say, but she says this, the posture of adoration of the Lord. The posture. We've been talking about, before we even knew this was coming, adoration, adoring Him. This posture of adoration of the Lord is causing accelerated alignments in the lives of His people. Out of the place of adoration of God, in His beauty, rising up from deep within them, is a decree who He is and the Word of God. He is enthroned on the praises of His people, there is a mighty movement that's taking place in a place of adoration of who he is, worshiping our beautiful King Jesus. The Lord had showed me miracles taking place and sudden shifts taking place from the place of praise and worship, the deep place of rest in worship and praise of who he is, seeing miracles manifest by his hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. When Jesus came, he came as king of heaven, you know, there at creation, beginning of all things. Blessed doesn't even begin to describe what he was, but he was blessed, and he came willingly and was broken here so that he could be poured out and given to us. As we come to the communion table, we t he took the bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it for us to partake. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. And I want to tell you this morning that your brokenness doesn't, doesn't, negate your blessedness. The broken places of your life, it's not the absence of the blessing of God. The brokenness in your life is the place where you meet Jesus. When you come into his presence, the broken places, 
the broken places are revealed and it is in your brokenness that his brokenness is poured in and it fills that space it fills that broken space and there's this art that they do these broken vases that they fill with gold they fill the cracks with gold and they become more valuable they become more valuable. People are breaking vases so that they can be filled by this special technique. I don't know all the details, but in the brokenness, they are more valuable when they are pieced back together. And we come to the Lord's table. And when you come into the presence of Jesus, you can only but feel your brokenness in the presence of our Savior. And that is where we are broken blessed, broken, and given. Let's just take a moment and reflect on that word. Father, we come to your table this morning. Your body your blood, body broken for us, blood shed for us. For you are the great I am. And Father, we submit all of that to you. All of our brokenness, all of our pain, all of our shame, all of our sin, we lay it before your feet. We say, take it all. Take it all. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which was broken for you. Do it in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake. Everybody will stand with me. We're not done worshiping yet. We're going to praise his name for who he is and what he's done. The true God of miracles, the miracle of salvation, the miracle of healing, the miracle of redemption, for he is a true miracle working God. Let us worship. that you long to say. Thank you, Father. Lord, give 
May the words of heaven I miss Bernie Snyder this morning. Is it okay if I say that? The words of encouragement that he's spoken to our lives for years were eternal ministry unto the Lord. And in our present sufferings, we turn our eyes to heaven in that the gift of eternal life is real. And those that we love and that have poured into us encouragement, that we remember they're rejoicing over us. And there's so much the Lord is talking to me about brokenness, suffering, and victory. And you know that we are his hands and his feet here. And you know, you must know that there is spiritual work that must be done. It must be done. That those suffering in poverty half the world away are your brothers. They are your sisters in Christ. And the strongholds of poverty and death and sickness must be broken in the spiritual realms. And that the war in the spirit is real. That the gifts of the spirit are not for our comfort. He is for our comfort. He is our comforter. The gifts that he gives us is for our warfare. They're for the breaking down of strongholds, for the bringing of freedom to those who are bound. And if we suffer, we suffer so that we can know him in our suffering, so that we can then step out of his presence, healed and whole, so that we can go and we can encourage others, so that we can, if we're an intercessory prayer, that we pray with power. If we are an encourager, that we encourage without, without ceasing. If we're a preacher, we preach the word of God without compromise and under the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit. Suffering plays a part in our life. It is not the mark of the absence of blessing. And oh, how I long to understand this more. He, he came and he was broken and given so that we can walk able, whole. But in this world, we will have trials because the battle is real. And if, if, the, if the members of the army, the members of the family are distracted, then we can't fight. Then we can't battle. We get distracted by our own weakness, our own sickness. So does God want you healed? You bet, you bet he does. Healing is ours. Strength for today. But let your battle, let your pain, let your suffering, let it remind you and let it turn your eyes to heaven 
to the eternal calling, to the reason you were born. It is not to live a comfortable life here. If you just live a comfortable life here, you will be so disappointed. You will be so disappointed at the end of it. Because his purposes for you are bigger. They are higher. There are eternal things. Eternal things that have nothing to do with stage and microphone and mass influence. They are in the moments that no one sees. They are in your family. They're at the grocery store. They're at your place of work. Gosh, they're especially, they're especially in your family. How you treat your spouse. How you treat your, your, your children. They're in the moments where you want to break, but you run to Jesus. Suffering is for a moment. He longs to perfect us, that we may war for his kingdom. Don't be distracted by your own suffering. Don't be distracted by your own suffering. Take it and meet Jesus. Meet Jesus in it. And thank him for it. Oh, God, help us. Thank him for it. Because he, he took the bread. He, he gave thanks for, with the, the, he fed the 5,000. I love when I start going in the Bible. Just love it, right? He took the bread and the, the, the fish and the loaves. He's going to feed the 5,000. He gave thanks for that, which isn't enough. So, Lord, I thank you now. Thank you now for me. I am not enough. I'm not enough for you. I'm not enough for them. I'm not enough. But I thank you, Lord, for all that you've given for every bit. Give thanks in your brokenness and watch what he does. Watch what he does. we may do damage, that we just may do damage for him, for his glory. The principalities of poverty, God, that the spirit of poverty would be broken in Jesus' name over the people, over this city, over this nation, over people groups who have suffered and who continue to suffer, not just throughout the world, here in this nation, in this city. There are principalities that must come down in the name of Jesus. And our responsibility, I'm almost done, our responsibility is to ask, Lord, what is my part? What is my part? And if you don't have a fire in you, if you don't have a fight in you in a direction, then ask for one. Because there is an assi- you have an assignment. You have an assignment beyond yourself. And then you have a community to support you. And we will fight for one another so that we can fight in our assignment for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. All right, guys, we're not done yet. So this morning, I kept hearing the words, I am, I am. And as we were praying, Chris said the words, 
she was hearing the Lord say, I am calling. I am calling. He is calling some of you right now. Right now. Piggybacking off of everything you've heard. He is calling you right now to something different, something greater, not in this realm necessarily on a stage, but something greater for his kingdom. In your family, in your spheres of influence, he is calling you for something greater. And most Sundays he gives me a psalm, and this morning he gave me a proverb, and I'm just like, wow, okay, a proverb, is that really what you want this morning? And it happens to be exactly to go along with what we're saying here. So I want to read that, and I want you, as I'm reading, I want you to begin to prepare your heart to receive from God the calling that he has for you, the calling that he has been saying and speaking, and maybe you haven't been hearing, or maybe the calling that you have been hearing but haven't wanted to pursue or to go do. He is calling to you this morning. He is asking, say, raise your hands, and the gifts of the Spirit that have been planned for you are going to come to you this morning. So don't be shy about raising your hands this morning. He is God. His presence is here. His glory is here. Proverbs 16. The preparations of the heart belong to the man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of the man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself. Yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Oh, Father, let us not be proud. Father, let us come to you in humility. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. The fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies be at peace with him. Better is little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. A man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. So Father, we just receive from you today. Just encourage you to raise your hands and receive from him today. Father, we receive the gifts of the Spirit that you have for us to do the work, to do the battle. Father, we receive that calling from you, clearer than it's ever been before. A new beginning, the first Sunday of 2020, with such clarity of purpose in our hearts. Father, speak to us now. Father, speak to us now. Father, we receive from you. We receive from you. Those who have seen manifestation of gifts in the name of Jesus, I say they shall be greater and more in Jesus' name. Those who have discernment will be able to discern even greater things in 2020. Those with prophetic ministries, those ministries shall grow in 2020. Healing ministries will grow in 2020. 
You are the great I am. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fire, fall down on us, please. Change our lives today. Father, thank you that you direct our paths. Father, I thank you for opening up doors, for closing other doors. Thank you, Father, for opportunities you will bring right before us to minister the gospel message of healing, of reconciliation. Father, we thank you for moving in this place this morning. We thank you for moving in this place. Thank you, Father. The psalm does say, for I have looked to you in the sanctuary. (laughs) I've looked to you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Thank you for your power and your glory. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.